welcome to the about you podcast on jfm.co remember this podcast is proudly sponsored by diani reef beach resort and spa located in diani it's not a hotel it's a way of life this week on the podcast we're talking to nima zani a former miss president kenya contestant a feminist and a hijabi champion on self parenting please remember to share remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. The way our minds are wired and the fact about human beings is that we are not designed to do things that are uncomfortable or scary or difficult. Our brains are designed to protect us from those things to stay alive. In order to do most things in our life or our dreams, you are going to do things that are difficult, scary and uncomfortable which sets up problems for most of us. You only stay motivated to do things that are easy. We all have a habit of hesitating. What we don't realize is that when we hesitate, it sends a stress signal to our brains. The brain goes to work to magnify risk so as to protect us. The only way to go about things is to dive into self-parenting so as to curb us from all this that brain has, you know, the things that you want. We have talked about instant gratification before, guys, right? This week's guest has made her name by being blunt and unapologetic. She at times says what everybody is thinking about but is scared to say. that makes some people to love her most sometimes most girls could learn a thing or two by not screwing themselves over she has appeared in the miss president kenya talk show and made time to inspire girls through the hijabi program so please help me to welcome a magnificent lady who is an explosion of inspiration to so many girls across the world and africa nimazani Karibu. Asante. It has taken me sweat and blood just to give <laughs> that introduction. You are the first uh, guest on this show that I've taken so much time to actually write an introduction Aww, for. Thank you. This guy is going to attest to that. <laughs> thank you. No worries, I love you. So, Nima, mm-hmm. how has it been for you to be a participant in the Miss uh, President Kenya? Well, um It has been a journey honestly. It has been a lot of things. It uh-huh. has been challenging. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, um I honestly went through a lot during that time. I almost fell into depression somewhere in the middle. Yes, like you guys just see the <laughs> happiness and you know the zeal and determination like on the on-screen moments. Is it because of the pressure from other smart, interesting women across um, the country? Actually, Did you feel intimidated? And also coming from a country where people can't speak English according to <laughs> the government reports. I know. We can't I read. Know, we you can't use read. what competition does for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to you, actually. So you went down into depression. Almost. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, what uh, happened is I was going through a very tough moment right before Miss President. Oh. So when I joined Miss President... Perhaps? Jamal, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had to ask. Well, yeah, so um for me when I joined Miss President, those are a lot of expectations of um from parents, from family, from friends. But what people didn't understand is that that was my final semester. Yes, that was my final semester and uh, I had to be in the academy because we mm. were in the academy for like we would go for like 
three weeks, then come back, then go back. Mm. So I had to sacrifice my classes. But aren't you taking journalism for a course in school, right? Yes, I'm doing public relations and marketing. Oh, public relations and marketing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. But isn't that almost similar to what you were going through through the Miss President uh, show? Yeah. Okay, the only problem with my school, USAU, you don't miss classes ah. at all, especially as a final year. Mm. And for me, I'm that kind of person who's always very strict about my GPA. Mm. Like, I am very interesting, serious about my GPA. GPA, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but oh, um, wow. please go ahead, GPA. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically how we do. It's an international university, Jamal. I can only imagine, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got the sarcasm, but... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I'm it's, it's all no, like now. seriously, people need, out there need to know what GPA yeah, is. Yeah, Don't yeah. assume that uh, yeah, everyone a, has had the privilege to understand what okay. it is. It's a system of grading that mostly takes place in the states and the European countries. Yeah. Mm. So, just the same way. Okay, don't you guys have distinction? Okay, not you guys, but as a university, they yeah. have distinction and everything. Yeah. We have GPA. Yeah. We Instead of first class honors, we have cum laude, summa cum laude, magna cum laude. No, so no for is. you to have a first class, we you need to know have magna, magna cum laude. Cum laude. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, it depends on how you want to say it, literally. They just said it. Uh, anyway. yeah, ma- magna cum laude sounds... Pretty good. Oh, okay, fine, yeah. man. That's how we say it in my school. That's how we say it. That's totally yeah. okay. That's so, so That's French for you. Yeah, I get it. So, um, for you to have like a first class honors, you need to have a GP of above three point five. Oh. Yeah. So that's where you, that's where the honors begin. Mm. So for me, I'm very serious about my GP. My GP is above three point six. So mm. that being my final semester, I could not I, I can't mess hold up myself. I'm just I just keep smiling <laughs> while she's saying all these kind of things. So I couldn't. Um, especially my lecturers, they were very strict about it. Yeah. I had to write letters to the dean. Mm. And even when I was in the academy, I would we would shoot like from morning. By the way, we will be up by five. 5 a.m., you wake up, you have your makeup done, you go for breakfast, you go to the academy until around 10, mm-hmm. sometimes 11 p.m. And uh, it was that engaging. Exactly, that engaging, and you would wait for results on who is getting terminated. Then we would come back to the residence, um, not sleep, have dinner, mm-hmm. then have an uh, assignment session, oh, yeah. which will probably end at around 2. Then I will go back to my room to do my assignments yeah. from school, mm-hmm. and I would end up sleeping at around 3 or 4, mm-hmm. and I have to be up at 5. Wow. So you can imagine how tense it was for me. I literally felt like a zombie for about a week because, you know, you don't get the sleep and there's so much challenge. I was one of the youngest participants, actually. And I felt that was my first leadership training. Honestly, I've never been to a leadership training. I've been a leader for so long. And it's so funny because I had never been Mm. um, for a leadership training. I went for my first leadership training in uh, May, just Mm. about two weeks ago. So... For that me, was in Ethiopia? Yeah, that yeah. was in Addis Ababa. Yeah. So, what was uh, that about? Um, that was the Change Makers Summit. Yeah. It's an organization uh, um, that is aimed at uh, supporting young leaders mm. and young social innovators and mm. entrepreneurs. Mm. So they basically select like, about 20 participants for every forum. Across Africa? Um, depending 
with the mm-hmm. summit. Like mm-hmm. that one was a East African summit based on gender justice. Wow. Wow. There's another one coming up. You guys could actually apply if you're interested. Anyone can apply if they're interested. So for, for the interest of whoever's going to listen, perhaps if you could share where they're going to get the information from. Um, you can um, personally contact me or you can check out the Changemakers Summit mm-hmm. page. It's called CX Changemaker Exchange. We will probably put it across there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so there's another one coming up on climate change. So if you're interested mm-hmm. in climate change, they have dozens of opportunities. I feel if we are informed about these opportunities, then most of the young people are going to benefit. So that w- Rufus and Jay, this lady across the table, actually went and met, uh, was it the UK um, ambassador? Was it the United oh, States of America? the US ambassador. Yes, yeah. I did about a week ago also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was able to meet His Excellency um, Kylie McCarter. So, yeah. Sh- okay, shout out to... <laughs> To the ambassador out there. <laughs> That's the new ambassador. To the new ambassador to Kenya. Kenya. Yeah, to Kenya US. from US. Yeah, it was really good. We had um, it was with the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Ah. Yeah. He's currently not getting good response to <laughs> with to the majority of the elites. Uh, why? Why is that? Uh, why is that? Maybe. Okay. When he came, the moment he came, okay, we are not, saw, okay this is when the he came. Yeah, yeah, okay. When he came, he had a meeting with the so-called uh, the high uh, end. Uh, yeah, exactly, and. One of them, he took a picture with Chris Krubis, and guys were like, "Sorry, if those are the people you're, you're hanging us, yeah. the Kenyans are driving. I mean, who are driving church to the country? I'm sorry, yeah. you met the wrong Kenyans. we already yeah, but like, I guess we are not boarding with you. I guess it's because we're used to the culture, Jay and Rufus, that uh, whenever there's a new ambassador coming over to Kenya, they usually meet the NGO world, you know, yeah. meeting yeah. the community, going down yeah. to Kibera, yeah. Yeah. going down to Mombasa, meeting yeah. the communities. You, you know, have seen his tweet here on uh, the National Prayer Breakfast, and a fellow American was like, dude, I'm so ashamed that you are the Ooh. ambassador, and this is what you have to say about those people. We all know they are corrupt leaders. That session, like... Is uncalled for. So. I have to. Uh, but but you see, the thing is, uh, most of, most of the time, before um, they post such things, they are informed of the atmosphere, the political temperature. They, and they yeah. get uh, yeah. uh, intelligence briefing just as uh, our President. government yeah. officials do, yeah. and more often than not, uh, whatever they treat is what represents the opinion of their government. Yes, and the interest it's, of the yeah, state as well. So whatever it is, I don't think an ambassador or anyone who has attained the position of an ambassador mm. would treat anything that would be... Mm. Um, wanting. Wanting or mm. not aligned to what the government stands for. Yeah. So every time they speak, they're actually speaking what the U.S. government would mm. want definitely. us to, to know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, but, but uh, long but, short of it is that uh, one or the other... Not mm. everyone will like it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah. With with the interest of the American government right now, you know, people hating on Trump and all that. Yeah. And Kenyans on Twitter will always rant about no, you see, the good thing about Trump is that he's just as hated as he is loved. Loved. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the one wasn't the Kenyans on Twitter. It actually the Americans who are living in Kenya. Oh. Yeah, those are, those are the ones who are engaging him actually in his conversation. So we were like, okay. I don't know. I personally, I personally, yeah, I personally think he's a great guy. Guy has even like. I think he's two weeks two, old, a month no. or so. Yeah. No, he's more, think, than uh, he's two two more than two months. Two months, yeah. Plus, yeah, we're not 
familiar with him compared to yeah. the previous one. So Nima, yeah. how how has been the experience so far coming in, getting out of the country? Because all we see from your Instagram account <laughs> is that you're either in the country for only a week or two, and then you're all flying to, you know, touring the world for a young lady of yourself coming from where you are coming. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been easy really, but it has been great. I'm not going to lie about that. The exposure is everything. Mm. The Nima who had never traveled. Oh, the YouTuber. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is a direct attack. What is this? Democracy? <laughs> <laughs> Ignore yeah. him. So where were we? <laughs> it's been amazing. It has been amazing. I feel like I've really grown. Oh my God! Yes, presidential harassment. Uh, I have really grown as an individual. I've yeah. really grown in my professional development in literally everything. So I love it. I love it. Yeah, I can only imagine yeah. because congratulations. I mean. It's not easy for a woman coming from this side of yeah, uh, the country. Yeah, yeah. Quali. How, how has the experience been when you're out there, like, you know, yeah. meeting new people, new cultures, you know, guys trying to hit on you? And they thought that and uh, another. Wow, wow. Yeah, they're like, we're taking this one. I feel stalked. Right? <laughs> 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 he stalks me. <laughs> you know what he meant to that? <laughs> you, you know, whenever we're doing a show, we have to go oh, through, you know, wow. like, yeah, like okay. the background. You know, the thing is, yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. my homework. More, uh, when you're talking about young people and traveling, mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to relate to the masses out there, yeah. they won't actually think of it in terms of personal growth or yeah. exposure. Yeah. Yeah. They'll exactly. just be like, Selfies. did you meet a new, you know, a new chick out oh, there, wow. a new dude out there, oh you know, God, depending wish. on your sexual preference. I literally preference. wish I had met someone. I haven't met anyone. I don't know if it's because I don't have time or anything. Not that no one asks me out, but... Mm. It's just the people who ask you out. For instance, a passport control officer, you're like, when will I ever see you again? Yeah, like, yeah. You're just supposed to stamp my passport and, and go, leave, yeah. you know. And most of the men I've met in these countries are just, I'm never going back. For instance, France or Italy. Okay, I may go yeah, back, but but like I wouldn't like... We didn't have that connection. There's no time to build a relationship. Yeah. There haven't been time. So I oh, would say... Serious. Come on, yeah. forget to ask you out. Yeah. Just go sit. Have a, call, have a conversation. You've it, heard of the Italian has... mafias, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, there's that. Now, how do you stay grounded? Because... Um, out of all that you've put out there, it's yeah. not easy to stand out and stay firm. For instance, the kind of men you're meeting, you're talking about the Italian yeah, mafia. Yeah. Like, um, if you could sit there and have a conversation with this young man or an older man, and you know for a fact I'm not going to meet this person, so yeah. I, I called, he didn't run, you called, ask for money, you called, do whatever. But you still stay grounded and be the same Nima we've all known, you oh. know? How, how do you do this? I guess um, it comes a time in life. It's not all about the heat and runs and everything. There is, you just need to realize it's a moment of self-realization where you just need to find your purpose. And once you do have that, then you'll be out there knowing what exactly you're looking for. Right now, I'm not looking for a fleeing or, you know, a one-time thing. I can have that anytime. I mean, literally, men are like pizza. You order and they deliver, Jamal. But <laughs> I'm saying I need to know what I'm looking for yes, exactly right exactly. now. The kind of man I want, why I want that man, and for how long I want that man. So once you have all this figured out and everything, you're just going to be like, um, okay, so I'm going to get to know you. Probably if I talk to someone, I'll take the number 
be friends because connection is very important but that's just it i prefer keeping my values yeah i, I am curious what kind of man do you want oh wow and now he's putting <laughs> you on the spotlight i know yeah for right? so many reasons okay so what kind of a man do i want um wow this Literally, is so personal i, I, know. I know right I know, this is so personal you have the right to <laughs> respond you no, know, the, the thing is i've realized yeah. that uh, that's a very with ladies it's normally a very tough question more often than not you'll realize that uh, it's easy to know what you want uh, intellectually yeah. but to communicate the same it's a very hard thing yeah it is so with nima here mm-hmm. uh, with the exposure that she has i think she she's well placed to be able to set the pace yeah mm. for our for, girls for out there young. you know yeah. most of them would actually adopt the kind of version of a man that you'd want to have Yeah because it it just underlines the kind of principles you've been talking about yeah. like uh, what you want for yourself in your life because I'm pretty sure with the trainings that you've gone through mm-hmm. and the traveling that you've experienced yeah. and explored there's definitely so much anticipation of how your future is going to be yeah. and maybe you're looking into starting your own company you know i, I want to believe you're a career woman definitely yeah. definitely and professor over there has a different um, idea of what this is not the subject of discussion but mm-hmm. i'm just yeah. saying <laughs> um, still odd yeah because we want to understand like how she's really managed to stay grounded okay so what kind of a man am i looking for honestly no one has ever asked me that that's why it really took me aback but um i will say i'm looking for more in a man i am looking for a very intelligent man i'm sapiosexual so literally i need a Is man who's way smarter than me yes prescription you see it's what self what i'm sapiosexual yeah sapiosexual yeah, yeah you, i'm attracted to, to very brains. intelligent men yeah. like literally if an intelligent man just keeps talking i'm like you're the one i want goodness yeah literally so i'm sapiosexual i want someone who is very intelligent i'm also looking for somebody who is kind hearted i mean obviously i'm a humanitarian i love giving back to society mm. so if we go on a date i will look at how you treat the waiter how you treat the person who opens the gate for you most men don't get it like but that's those characters really show and i feel mm. like if we girls started paying more attention if somebody is rude to the waiter for absolutely no reason they're going to snap at you too mm. so kind hearted respectful professor is really smiling at you very intelligent <laughs> i'm also looking for a man who is older than me with i don't know i am praying that a man who is older than me is more experienced uh. and more mature more exposed. Uh, yeah, more exposed and you know, I just want somebody who's 5 years older than me, but I have been told not to say that. You've so. already said it. Ooh. <laughs> somebody is like you at least at least 5 years older than me because I feel like they'll be more grown and uh, we will have that bridge of respect because I will always have to look up to him. Mm. Somebody who is at least financially stable. I, I'm pretty I, sure we're going to go on and on about this yeah, man. So, but yeah, so yeah. basically, I think that's like the most important and good looking to me. So, yeah. <laughs> Now to my question. Yeah. Um, like, how have you really, really stayed grounded knowing that you you really want this man in quotes um, wow. and you having all this on your plate mm-hmm. going around the world, meeting people, 
doing humanitarian work mm. as well as having your own time to do what you're doing in short you're just this mini michelle obama in case your literary parents you you're with us <laughs> fine Question. yeah we're well, good people yeah, we're, we're good people yeah okay i am trying to believe that jamal that you're good people but anyway so how did i manage to do this jamal i'm not coming from a very rich family I am not coming from a family where I have been getting everything I want but I have very responsible parents who have been giving me everything I need to ensure that I give the best out there and you know between my dad and my mom I'm the only child I do have half sisters and half brothers but between the two of them I'm an only child and uh, my parents are like way older than me my dad is in his 70s my mom is in her early 60s so oh. I literally have a 40 years gap between me and my mom So I have always grown up uh, with the responsibility of doing good for them for making sure that all their sacrifices meet yeah at least they have exactly at least you know at least do something really good for them and I've always been worried about the age difference I'm I know my dad doesn't have 100 more years right now to be alive in this world to enjoy life I know my mom doesn't have 100 more years to be alive mm. so I needed to do Make them proud. the best as fast as I could. I've always had to do the best so that I can accomplish the most for as long as they're alive. I really don't know for how long they will be alive, so Wow, that's deep. Yeah, I know. I've never really voiced it out, but yes, so that has always been my goal to make them happy and to make them know at least okay our girl did something we've done the best for her but this is what she brought to the table and we are proud of it so that has been my biggest source of motivation i'm pretty sure they're super super proud of you oh my god they literally walk around telling everyone where i'm going next they don't even know this is a digo community yeah. you do not share <laughs> those kind share, of information yeah. but they don't care another thing is i'm coming from a community i'm coming i, I have lived in the village for the longest time in my life most people think i've lived out here in the city or anywhere else but i've lived in the village and i know the expectations of a village girl you just expected to finish school okay. find a good man who works at kpa especially in <laughs> kwale county yeah, KPA, kpa is, county government it's kenya port authority exactly yeah. yeah so as long as your boyfriend your husband works in kpa kwale county government or you know um best like. titanium and uh, <laughs> he buys you some house and some car then you've made it in life like you know i go away you just get somebody will be like mwenyana nyumba ye mwenyana chigariche like to mean that exactly. uh, they have their own they ha- house yeah, and they car. have their own house they have their own car like yeah, you don't have any problems yeah. like that is the biggest goal yeah. or to come to the beach and get a mzungu who will decide to sponsor your life for the rest of your life and give you cappuccino babies mm. that is another thing which is a good thing which is a good thing yeah Um but then it's for the internet. Mm, but then I went <laughs> <laughs> for the gram for the, for gram. the gram. Goodness Rovers, <laughs> you had to go there. But anyway, I feel like there's more. We yeah. can accomplish more as young girls in Kwale County. It doesn't always have to be girls from out there. We can do the most if we believe in ourselves. We shouldn't be looking at the ideologies of the our ancestors that they left behind that characterize the different ways women are supposed to behave. We can come up with a new narrative to change the old one because we can do more. So that has been my inspiration. I want to show these young girls they can be who they want to be. You do not always have to be a housewife or married to a mzungu or a husband at K PA you can accomplish you can buy yourself your own house you can travel jamal the first time i left the country was in 
last year in 2018 i went to spain mm. mind you i had lived all my entire life i had never left the country and i would see my friends traveling because they have boyfriends or sponsors or you know rich men who can ship them around and i used to feel really bad but then my mom sat me down and told me you will travel at the right time that god finds is fit for you in the right way in a way that once you travel you will be able to sleep at i sleep much better at night knowing there's no old man on top of me or i have to wake up to some old man's face or anything i sleep ugly so much better ugly, you know ugly. and and sweaty body and Hairy, everything oh, you so i all over your face exactly so so for me i i waited until last year that was the first time i traveled and ever since i've just been traveling and traveling and traveling i'm traveling again very soon so i feel like if you truly wait our young girls need to understand you don't have to be traveling at 18 simply because everyone else is traveling at yeah. 18 <laughs> we all have our own different journeys we yeah. have our own different path so yes i just wanted to be an inspiration and you I, are and i guess my values are what held me strong. In the end of the day you always have when I was reading about self parenting just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I learned your inner voice is usually a reflection of what your parents taught you as yeah. growing up. So I've grown up to be very responsible. I have been I've been my parents have been giving me school fees hundreds of thousands to pay by myself oh. to the bank from a very tender age so I've been managing my own finances I know this is good for me this is not good for me I can say no when I You're I'm, a village girl in a city exactly. big city and I've lived there for seven years now alone so mm. I'm like anyone can do it Yeah Rufus yeah. you're busy you you are actually giggling while she was <laughs> trying to put yeah, her Yeah she was so confident you know I want to tell the young girls out there like she's 24 come yeah, on crying out loud how young can these girls be <laughs> <laughs> Who is she okay. talking to Yeah exactly but <laughs> anyway uh the whole idea of uh, self parenting yeah. how do you know she's 24 I know she just right? said like, it No she I didn't, didn't. No, I, I didn't. talked of her so, being 24 23 said, right Oh If my I'm god, not wrong. I'm, I'm I was paying attention. You're turning week. 24. Yeah, then I'm right. Genius. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. I'm paying Let, attention. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, I'm this is a podcast. This is a what? What's the word I they usually can't. use? This is a groundbreaking moment. Oh Rofus just revealed I know, right? her age just like that. Live. I want to die. <gasps> I hope my crushes didn't view that. You <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Good luck. <laughs> Rofus just uh, saying. Well, uh mm-hmm. One thing uh you talk of your growing up uh, okay bringing it back to self parenting yeah. you really you talked of uh your the voices that your parent uh like there's that voice in you keep yeah. uh probably yeah. it's your parent yeah. Yeah. the inner voice the inner yeah. voice yeah. actually you realize there are two voices mm-hmm. you know now uh with self parenting there's the inner in child and the inner parent in you and the inner parent yeah. who is this what's yeah. the inner child the inner child yeah the inner child is who the you that uh needs to be probably assured of something ah affirmation yeah. affirmation mm. yeah because the inner parent uh the inner parent you will go ahead and command mm. i want the this inner, i want that uh, no i think the inner voice if if i may help you yeah. if you don't mind I would look at it this way. The inner child is more of the conscious mind mm. and the inner parent is the subconscious mind. Which one is aware? Just to keep put it out there for the listener. Uh, the inner parent the is aware. Oh, okay. Okay. Good, yeah. Actually, if you 
right now because the parent is more is more powerful yeah, more, yes, yeah that's exactly. that's more powerful yeah, that's why I said it's more commanding yeah okay. yeah Yes, yes, but not. I, I I think I'll differ with Rufa slightly. Mm. Not mm. necessarily more aware, because more often than not, the subconscious mind is more powerful than the conscious always, mind. Yeah, sure. yeah, always, always. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So you know, um, these are look. Uh, these are I would look at it. I haven't read about it, but I'm just extrapolating from mm. what I've, from the sure. knowledge that I have from before. Sure. But I think what Rufa was trying to bring out is that the subconscious mind will always be more like uh, the governing body mm, which sure. is the parent yeah, yeah. Sure. then the subconscious mind is the aware you you know you're you're out there you're going there you know you're going to a podcast you need to be to um, deliver some value or something you know you you've had the opportunity that nima has been exposed to you need to set the pace for the other people but then there are things that when you go out there in italy you'll be like no i'm here no one can see me yeah, i can do whatever i want mm-hmm. now that is when the subconscious mind sets in and you're like ah. You know, oh, there is a balance. Yeah. 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 Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Nima, have you felt perhaps uh, being in the moment? You know, you're mm-hmm. in Italy, you know, like, ah, I saw this in a movie. Yeah. I need to go to the naked beach. What mm-hmm. is it called? Nude beach, yeah. you know, fly my titties. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, we all have that. Like, in the end of the day, I'm just a girl, and I wish I yeah, could sure. just live my life, you know. Yeah. I wish I can, I don't have to wear. Sometimes you just wish you don't want to wear it. Yeah, but yeah. you've seen me struggle with it, yeah, right? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I don't wear yeah. it, yeah. But um, in the end of the day, you just ask yourself, is this good for me, really? Yeah. yeah, like, that's basically how I usually set my values. Like, is it good for me? There's something, there's a difference between something making you happy and something being good for you. And it's a very thin bridge. So once you learn how to like separate between the two, yes, drinking alcohol makes me happy, but is it good for me? Mm, I have a meeting very early in the morning. Will I make it on time? If I take alcohol right now, I'll be happy right now, but... Is it going to help yeah, me? Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, that's what Rufus was talking about in yeah. that previous yeah. episode. It's about uh, SEE, mm-hmm. short-term external experiences. Yeah, they make you happy, but they're just for a moment. Good so, for moment. Yeah, good yeah. for a moment. Like yeah, moment. Versus yeah. the long-term internal uh-huh. processes that you take long, the internal process, but at the end of it... If you allow me, Jay, Jay actually has his own terminology, philosophy in light of the same. He okay. talks of... That's fucking yourself up, like masturbation. You know, it's okay. like you want it right now, but what is the result of you doing it at the end of the day? Exactly. Is it for um, a longer goal, or do you just want to experience it? And then, is it in, is it so? Uh, actually, this is what I'd put it. You'll realize that uh, between getting ahead and staying the same. You have to betray your old self. More often than not, that betrayal seems to be very hard for a lot of people because people cannot actually um, get comfortable with the notion of betraying who they really mm-hmm. are from mm-hmm. before. But then that is a necessary step for you to get ahead. Sometimes you have to sacrifice your, to sacrifice your habits, uh, you know, things that you're used to doing, things that, as Rufus put it, short external, what, what did you short call term, them? Short-term external experiences. Ex- experiences, mm-hmm. but they are not good for the long run. I was reading about um, uh, Joko Willink. He was a commander in the U.S. Navy, and he was talking about strategy and statistics, I mean, and tactics in regards to achieving a long-term goal. And he was giving the example of when the U.S. Army went to Iraq, mm-hmm. and they, were, they had very young soldiers there. Now, the general strategy was to achieve long-term peace in Iraq, 
that is what they wanted to deliver. But then you have these young soldiers coming in, and Restless they are and harassing, you know, uh, Iraqi people uh, in very inhumane ways. For them, they were doing so as, as a tactic, as a short-term thing, but it was bad for the long-term strategy that the U.S. Army had, because initially what they wanted to do is the people of Iraq have to view the U.S. Army as friends. Yeah. But when you start harassing these terrorists and beheading them, you know, treating them inhumanely, when these videos leak and go out there, the Iraqi will view the U.S. Army mm, as an enemy, yeah. which is bad for the long-term strategy. But these uh, new soldiers, foot soldiers, do not understand that. So he was actually talking about the importance of aligning the action tactics to the long-term strategy. What, you, what, what you're saying is so true because at the end of the day, the strategy in itself, those camps had to be um, discontinued and up definitely, to date, definitely. it led to um, a big loose lawsuit yeah. that led to, you know, closing down, actually having the president closing down the, the Guantanamo Bay and the operation as well. Though Trump has reinstated the the so-called camps and... But, but over, over and above the yeah. U.S. military operations in the Middle East, the most important thing in regards to today's topic is understanding that, you know, when it comes to self-parenting, you have to realize that for me to be a good parent to my kids, I have to be a good parent to, to yourself. To, to yourself. yourself. Yeah. The question is, how do you become a good parent to yourself? Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, because this is a concept that... Uh, no one introduces to you. Yeah, you just, you, know, you just have to learn it your way. These are not things that people will tell you this is the best way to go about it. Yeah. Some things cannot be taught. Some things have to be learned. Yeah. You know, so if you're not putting in the effort, then what comes of you? What, uh, what will you deliver to your future son? What will you deliver to your future daughter? And this is not necessarily the offsprings that will come of you, but rather any the generation that will... Uh, Comes before, I mean, comes after you. It does not necessarily have to be your kids. It could be the people that you mentor. She mentioned that uh, she has an IJB mentorship program. Yeah. These are young girls and children who are looking up to Nima to provide direction in one way or the other. Mm. Yeah. You know, Rufus, is all that Jay is talking about um, in line with understanding habits? and how to go about it. Would you say um, self-parenting is all about habits that you you adopt along the way, or how would you put it? Uh, I think Jay, actually Jay has uh, really expanded so well with a good illustration uh, on self-parenting in regard to uh, being a parent to yourself first before being a parent to your To your siblings to your or siblings. someone else, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's no way you'll be able to uh, to instill values that you don't even have, that you haven't mm -hmm. even practiced. Yeah, you you, you, you know? can't transfer value yeah, that you exactly. don't have, actually. Because when you talk values, uh, these are, you are going to pass them through generations to come, yeah. you know, from your children's children to learn of the same, that you know what, uh, grandfather taught my dad this and this. Yeah. So Jay was so right with that. You cannot drink wine and preach water. Yeah, sure. However, I have a question for you. Yeah. And this is in regard to you being uh, at, uh, in particip participating at Miss President. And from the experience, I can tell all the, you are, all the ladies who are there were smart. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. So we you had were, exactly. So you were in this scenario where each they, and every one There used to be one uh, lady who had a serious crush on, on that program. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he did have a crush on someone. Should so I mention? No, you don't want me to mention? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to know. Jay had a crush on someone. Pay me, and pay me, pay me. <laughs> who's that? Talk to her nice. Yeah. yeah, you'll give her the... Mm-hmm. Instagram handle he needs to slide in the DM. Most definitely I shall. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Most mm-hmm. definitely. So the question is uh, you being among fellow smart women and there's this idea of being a small fish in a big pond or big uh, being a big fish in a mm-hmm. small pond. Yeah. So how did it feel with you cuz uh majority would rather would rather be a, a big fish in a small pond, you know. And that way it becomes easy for you to be seen. Who as won, as by as the way? Smart, yeah? It's still ongoing. It's still going. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's still ongoing. Did I Nadia leave? Like, yeah, like oh. after, immediately after I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. How was the entire experience? Honestly? Was there, as much as you said, there was so much pressure and all. Yeah. So was there pressure for you to be the smartest one as the... Other participants? Yeah, or, you know, because... Coming from Bwale. Bwale. <laughs> <laughs> it was very humbling, honestly. Mm. You know, most of the ladies there are big. They're doing big things. Some okay. are MCs. Mm. Sure. Yeah, we have uh, people who have been in politics for so long. Mm. And for me, it was... I was at my, my starting point, basically. Oh, like, so you felt like a small fish I in a big pond. I was a small fish in a big pond. For real. And, but did, it, were you, did you feel intimidated? Um, not really, because I felt like everyone is really good at something they are good at. Mm -hmm. In fact, like most of the time, the ladies will come to me and tell me how good I'm doing at such a small age. So it was very inspiring. So I think that is what really motivated me and gave me so much confidence because I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm young, but I'm here. So, (laughs) but, um, it was a bit intimidating at first when you haven't, I hadn't really known the ladies personally and everything. And I was like, oh my God, this is the CEO of some place. Oh, this is the CA of some place. This is the MCA. But yes, I did feel like a small fish in the pond. Mm. But it was a challenge for me because it pushed me to push myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the, you know, the, the, thi- the thing with Please being. The, okay, Jay is trying to get directions. I know. To two. his crush. Exactly. Mm. Actually, my phone never <laughs> talks to me, but today, for some reason, it's trying to upgrade. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> the thing with being a... Uh, most of people, like, you don't want to be a small fish yeah. in a big pond. Why? Because yeah. no matter how intelligent you are, yeah. you are only as smart as the dumbest competitor. Ah. So... I really get you when you you said oh you had so much pressure depression she was actually going I actually tried to watch some of the episodes that she was uh, featured on and only I, her episodes only the episodes that she was well, in well I, I hardly I had no reason to watch the entire program <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I just wanted to see a home girl get ahead and oh, yeah. that's all uh, honestly I didn't watch the other episodes yeah. wow. just the ones that she was wow. uh, featured on yeah. but, but I think you did pretty well Thank you know you. one of the things is uh, that actually as, as I watched you uh, I was thinking of you know, sometimes you have to expose yourself to, or rather, fight your weaknesses yeah, ruthlessly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to let your inabilities disgust you. Yeah. 
and that disgust should serve as an energy to drive you towards better things you know and that's you know that's a good thing not only to the girls out there but to everyone who wants to get ahead especially us who are coming from these uh, quote and quote marginalized uh, communities yeah. you know we've we've made ourselves victim yeah always True. yeah mm-hmm. but uh, in the long run you'll realize that uh, the victim mentality if you adopt it that's up to you yeah, the world true. doesn't really care no yeah. one cares about yeah, if you are a, you are yeah yeah you know people have really invited themselves to pity parties more often than not in history right mm. in this age yeah. and that's not good for anyone i remember i wrote an article some some years back when i was in in the university and i used the title of that um, article was the tunonewa syndrome you know and tunonewa in so many ways like ile you have an excuse for almost for everything, everything you yeah. know like no, why why haven't you done good for yourself you know what sisi atukupa na fast you know sisi huwa tuna sisi huwa you know like excuses and Rofas and I have created this game called excuses. So when whenever you say something that you didn't do, mm-hmm. your friend just throws that word at Excuse. you. Wow. Excuse. Uh, excuse. Excuse. Wow. Excuse. And, wow. and, and it's I good that you're that. talking about friendship. Let, yeah. let me tell you one thing. Yeah. When it comes to self-parenting, mm-hmm. one of the best ways to test yourself is through your friendships. If you cannot uh, be supportive to your pr- friends, if you cannot hold your friends the same standard that you are, uh, you know, that you yeah. offer yourself, yourself to them, yeah. then there is a problem. So basically, I think friendship is one of the ways that you can be able to test how noble you are, how good you are, how legit you are with uh, giving yourself to other people mm-hmm. and expecting the same standard from them. Because it has to be mutual. You don't want to give 100% to someone who gives you 70%. You know, it has to be... It's... it's no, Everything is about choice, but the bottom line is more of uh, getting value for what you value for what value for investing. value. Let yeah. me just say value for value. Mm. If I am your friend, there are things that I'll give you a good example. More often than not, you'll find that uh, it's very hard to critique your friends, yeah. not because you don't want to critique them, but uh, you'll feel like if I criticize them, they may not understand my criticism. So you will choose to keep the norm. of keeping quiet uh, which no, may not same. be good for the long term yeah which is the But same version of what Rufus was talking about uh, the short, ESS uh, SEE yeah but but you no know, in a friendship context mm. you know if you cannot be able to give your friend 100% which do, includes do we do uh, that guys criticism well do we, do actually is right because uh, when, when talk of friendship there's uh there's love involved yeah. and um the bible says uh, love covers a multitude of sins yeah. so mm, if you're my friend yeah if you're my friend and i feel like uh if i go ahead and criticize him i may lose him so since i love him i don't want to lose him so let me just cover that it's okay i won't criti- i won't critique you or anything mm. yeah But so jay is so right i just wanted to ask you guys because both of you are my friends and i'm like when you talked about you know critiquing us yeah Have we been <laughs> being good friends to each other like have we been telling each other the truth in terms of uh, when we go wrong I know for a fact that uh, so there are two yeah. two ways to look at it yeah. 
One is that uh, you can't commit 100% to giving uh, your friend uh, absolute friendship, mm. like 100% friendship. So you but can he's betray. giving you 70%. When you realize that you're giving more than he's giving, I think it's only fair you match up to what uh, he's giving you. So if he's giving you 70%, give him 70%. That way will, there will be no pressure. And why am I saying this? I believe that people get actually what you really invest in. Mm. You get what you deserve, value for value. Mm. You know, there is no way that you're giving me absolute criticism. You're correcting me. If I take that negatively, then you'll have to realize that uh, maybe Jay needs to grow up. And uh, that realization alone may, uh, you know, in in some cases you may realize that the best thing to do to keep preserve that friendship is to hold back your advice or your criticism. It's like in the 48 rules of power, you have to withdraw to some uh, level. And in most cases, you'll realize that uh, with human beings, we, as, as we mentioned in our previous podcast, people hate cr- being Critiqued, told that they yeah. are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they normally wouldn't believe that they've been manipulated by a situation to be wrong. Am they fallen victim of a certain situation? We think we are too strong for fuck-ups. You know, so when you're highlighting these things, you start becoming like the devil's advocate and people don't want to be associated with that. So there is a cost to it. And you have to realize that when I'm giving advice, this could have impact, impact two ways. Yeah. Then you have to evaluate, which is good for now. Because you also don't want to give advice to a friend that you're going to lose. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it. And sometimes it may pain you to see that you're losing friends, but... You know, you know that this is the cost of life. This is uh, what I have to endure. This is shit that I love to get would over and above you, with. Would it hurt you to lose a friend simply because you told them the truth? You are true. It, it, it will hurt you in the long run. But then again, there are necessary evils. It, and also it depends with how true you are to yourself. If, for example, you're my friend and I feel like you're doing something wrong, how comfortable will I be going to bed knowing that Nima is fucking up, but uh, I didn't tell her that she's fucking up. So I may choose one to be true to myself and tell you that you're fucking up, which will give me comfort, or which is the now the right thing to do. The right thing to do, but that may come with the consequence of you not understanding and yeah. holding that against me, yeah. which is more often than not the case. I, I think I've I've been a victim of that for so long. Unfortunately, in my life. Yes. and that is why I always tell people, uh, don't make it your business to give your friends advice. They. But then I don't want to like um, go and leave my friends behind, you know? So you want to work with I them. I want to work with when them. When you're successful, they're also successful That's why I think I've account. lost a lot of friends. I've un- honestly lost so many friends because of that because I'm usually a very straightforward person. Uh, you know me. Uh, I uh, uh, And sometimes it comes as if I'm attacking someone. Exactly. But in reality, if I feel you're sleeping with way too many men, I'll be like, sis, chill. You are... Right, right? And even my male friends, if I felt like he is being emotionally abusive to the girlfriend, I'm like, bro, you're getting too controlling right now. You need to chill and just... Yeah, there, there is that name. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. Yeah. You're right. But yeah. let me give you a slightly different example. It's like when we are talking about revenge. Let, let me just uh, extrapolate, uh, not change this from the friendship angle to talk about enemies or people who have crossed your path. Yeah you realize that uh, when you're talking about revenge, more often than not, you're told that uh, don't pursue revenge. Mm. But I it's think that is... When called, though. But I think that is one of the biggest misconceptions that uh, has been peddled across the world. Revenge is necessary. Revenge is a good thing for everyone. Revenge is not actually about justice. And 
people tend to misunderstand what is it about revenge is about preempting future injustice <laughs> you do it for yourself lessons yes sometimes when people fuck 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 you up and they feel like you didn't do shit about it they tend to feel like you know you, you are a doormat mm. we can do whatever we want with you oh, so more often okay. than not you have to protect i mean you have to protect your future interest by preempting future injustice mm. it's not about justice revenge it's just about preempting future injustice and this is good for you for one reason look at the guy who is very revengeful smiling lightning <laughs> <laughs> and this far. is good for you for one reason mm-hmm. we are talking about self parenting and you realize that these are the standards that you have to set for yourself mm. i will not be disrespected yes yeah. i will not take shit lying down mm-hmm. i will not let myself be a doormat that is why um there is a very common uh, uh narrative that bob marley lived by i'd rather die on my knees uh, on my legs than live on my knees you know from i have no Hona. idea and that is something our generation seems not to have really in these yeah. days you know yeah. Yeah. you're just being told that it's okay for people to fuck you up and let go yeah sure the worst thing is to be kind out of weakness kindness is good but it should not be out of weakness when it is out of weakness it's just merely a negotiation for living mm-hmm. that yeah. you know it is more of a transactional thing yeah kindness is only kindness when you have the ability to turn the tables and do whatever shit you want to but you choose not to that is when it is being kind when it is out of weakness that's not kindness that's weakness and it should be called out as it is the prophet uh, peace be upon him is muhammad said yeah. this I translate in Swahili imani isizidi uwezo ikiwa wewe uwezi msamee na ya kuuma bako umlipize mlipize really? eh imani isizidi uwezo you know some people like you only have 50 bob and here you are you've crossed you've seen some homeless guy yeah and you want to give him the, the only 50 bob you oh, have that I doesn't mean that. takes you to heaven you, know? sure. you can sympathize that's being stupid <laughs> that's being stupid and jay told us just in the last episode yeah. avoid being stupid you know uh you can sacrifice it's those it's much better than trying to be smart you know True. avoid being stupid those those risks are not worth it you know yeah. just relax chill take it easy i'm not advocating for murder in any way let that not be misconstrued i just want to go <laughs> to advocate for strength you just had to put it people, out there i don't want people to be weak out of kindness yeah yeah uh, or rather to be kind out of actually it should be kind out of out weakness, of weakness yeah. kindness should be out of strength that's all i'm saying okay he's advocating for pure and total masculinity suppose someone has okay has wronged you and you have the option to forgive them right I think sometimes uh that which you're supposed to forgive is actually a measure of who you are somehow and probably a reflection of who you are as a person too. <laughs> yeah, if you give it a deep uh thought about it. And well, uh, <laughs> I do practice for I do forgive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah right. However, yeah, oh, you have questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Take a note. <laughs> However, no, yeah. that's uh, the Oh man. <laughs> Because Rufus, when we're talking about self-parenting, we're about we're, we're talking about doing things, to, um, yeah, you're doing things that you don't want to. Yeah. For instance, mm. here you are, you you 
you have the option to eat up like this week um in america they arrested a big drug baron who was operating a, a cartel from his bed the guy is fat as fuck you can't see his thighs saw you saw that guy wow. right yeah he's super fat he's and just you, as big as this table are you, you serious can, yes yeah, yeah, yes that guy is the guy's fat and he's been 600 pounds that's huge he's big that's around you know? like 300 oh something kg now you 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 can ask yourself like this question um here you are you you want to live your life you have the option of being that fat you know but at the same time you just have to go to the gym and work out you don't want to it hurts you you know it's tiring but you and you realize that uh, in most cases preparing to go to the gym is more demanding than actually lifting sure. the weights yeah, tell me about true. it that's true. because yeah. it's mental it's more yeah. demanding you know and i guess it has to do with the the two things you're talking about um at the long term internal processes exactly, and you know? short term external yeah, experiences it's not easy what a real is actually okay with with me this uh-huh. what i tell myself uh if i'm going to lift uh 40 kgs of weight uh, i have to tell the mind you know what uh your you tell we're, the we're body that this. you are tell the body that you are about to lift that weight mm-hmm. and it's not easy it's heavy so just prepare yeah but one thing uh, when i look at self parenting there's also being aware of what you really need the word need man yeah exactly cause as a parent you are aware of the needs of your kids now the the inner child you you are aware of being aware of the needs of the inner child you and then getting yourself to meet the needs yeah. you know yeah you had you wanted to ask me a question no not necessarily i was just saying i'm taking notes of oh, the yeah. fact that you're very vengeful apparently um, but, <laughs> yeah but in light of of the same a man yeah. should be as vengeful as he is merciful okay okay uh, i think the two should thrive equally okay what's your take on uh, feminism nima okay Are you a feminist first? Are you a feminist? Okay, who am I answering first? No, he had no question. Did you have any question? Was it a statement? No, I I I was actually asking her what's her take on vengeance. I used to be a very vengeful person. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a bit spoiled. I was the only child so you get that like i always wanted things to go my way if they didn't i will attack you not by my hands but i would do something Ooh. really mean literally oh, but i think i would agree with that honestly nowadays i would go through my social media and see a very disturbing comment on one of my pictures and i'll be like yeah let it go and how, i would just how, how let you, it go how did you manage to do that because they're pretty uh, useless random people on social right? media who have nothing to do but just attack people for no reason and, <laughs> and jamal uh, it's good that you're asking him that question yeah. uh, just for clarity purposes when we talk of uh, revenge sometimes it does not have to be in action yeah. yeah sometimes the best way to revenge is to just let go let go yeah. sure yeah. like uh, when you and that's what i normally do people, actually i let go yeah <laughs> for example like in the case that she's giving when people are commenting shit on your uh, wall and social media yeah. posts if you engage them yeah. you're giving them them what they them. want yeah. but I'm if you them overlook attention. them that shit will pain them it's true. and that is the best way you can get uh, to them i do that even for my friendships like if somebody wants to come up with some big argument 
they, my, all my friends know. I'll probably be like, okay, so yeah, I got to go. I can't do this right now. I usually just say no, that. I can't, I can't do this. I just let it go. Or if my friend comes at me with mean things, saying mean stuff to me, expecting me to just retaliate, and then we have the back and forth session, I literally just snooze that conversation and I never talk to but them again. But at times they spark your nerve and, you know, you're like, ah. <laughs> okay, as and a Muslim, I will say pray. Mm. Honestly, I never used to believe that. But right now, it actually works. If somebody pisses me off, because Jamal, I have a problem. I know myself, I have anger issues. I get super angry. Once I do, I say really terrible stuff that I can never take back. And I've hurt a lot of people along the run. So nowadays, I try my best. If somebody pisses me off, I would pray. Just two rakas and just relax and be like, this is not worth it. God, remove this. Yeah, give me the patience to, to let this go because... I would say something really and, terrible. And, and of late, I've been trying to understand and read about prayer. And what I learned is uh, prayer is more of gratitude. You know, you're like, even when it, it hasn't happened, you're just grateful yeah. the, of about the situation. And it reveals, it, it, re- it gives you some sense of relief yeah. about a subject and clarity about how to go about things. It's, it's not about um, being in a non-democratic system of religion or whatever, belief, but it's more of grace, you know, you're like, I'm grateful for this, thank you, you know? And, and that's you, all about you. Surprised well. uh, even uh, how much impact it has on your psychological and uh, belief system and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously on this pe- uh, podcast, we've talked about uh, Marcus Aurelius oh, yeah. and his yeah. book uh, yeah, Meditation. Meditation. One of the things Marcus Aurelius said <laughs> about um, uh, when they get pissed off. Uh, okay, not today, but since he was talking about himself but, uh, as the emperor then, of Rome back yeah, then. Yeah. And he used one to of say, the greatest men in the world. And he's put out one of the greatest uh, articles books, out yeah. there, books, meditations. And in meditations, he talks about, I normally write when I'm pissed because that has been one of the surest ways to deviate my mind from anything that is pissing me. Because yeah. whenever I'm writing, I engage my creative mind. When I get in that zone, then I start flourishing. So every time I have anything that pisses me, anything that hurts me, I deviate that energy to convert it to something that is going to build on me. That is that, uh, and you could, you could go, uh, there are different ways you could go about it. You could paint, you could write, you could do anything that uh, makes you happy. That is if you're not a prayerful person, because not so many people will... Uh, you know, return gra- gratitude in 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 any way. Have you have you watched the the series uh, Roma, Rom, Ro- Roman Empire? Uh, that's next oh, next to watch. Currently, I want to watch Chernobyl. But now, Jay, uh, if you've watched, I don't like the new season where they've actually I, turned I it watched, into uh, a lot in, of uh, into a documentary, documentary about yeah. the Roman Empire. Yeah. And one thing I will tell you about is the one that, on Netflix, uh, though. So it's, it's a nice one. Uh, I've watched it. Um, one thing I'll tell you about um, people like Marcus Aurelius when they were writing or other books generally, because uh, we are talking about self-parenting, mm. you know, and uh, a big part of self-parenting is investing in yourself intellectually. Yes, yes. And that may require you to invest in books and read books. Yes. But, but um, you see with this generation, just like technology, books back then were the technology to preserve knowledge. Yes. Yes. And transmission and information. Knowledge, and well. information. Yeah. 
it is, uh, and there is an, a trend that is coming up. Most people may not be aware of it, but it's important to take cognizant of these trends, just like technology is changing. Right now, books are being written, not necessarily to transmit knowledge, but as a way of monetizing text and growing the author's self-esteem. Yes, bestseller, so, New yes, York. Yes, yeah. and you know, I think it's important when you're actually reading these books to always try and find the absolute game. But, uh, you know, th- that is something that can be debate- debated upon. And I guess that's what uh, Rufus was talking about in our uh, previous episode when we talked mm-hmm. about inspiration and motivation. Uh, motivation. He said, I think what you said, it was total bullshit that uh, people end up reading books, some books for motivation or getting inspiration, as the, well the, as watching inspirational videos that in the way you perform. reason, you're reading books at in AJ is reading books, I'm reads a lot of books. That should not be the mm. the thing. Most you'd rather read one book and understand it fully. But the point is not about reading books, it's more of acquisition of knowledge. Yes. And that is something that is very the art of acquiring knowledge peer is is a is something else totally different. Because you'll find that yes, you may want to acquire knowledge, but the question is, are you acquiring knowledge that is useful to your life? Because sure. with knowledge, there are there is knowledge that is expiring, and that uh, is going to stay with you for a long period of time. And this, when you acquire knowledge, I normally say that it should be in a T kind of shape. You know, it has to build on your career and professionalism and the way you live. Sure. Yeah, it has to improve or key uh, majorly on those two areas. And 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 that reminds me of a lecture I was uh, watching on YouTube just this weekend. And I remember the 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 man is a nostad from Zanzibar. So he was trying to talk about feminism. In his speech, he said, "You had asked about feminism." Yeah, I'd ask her about yeah. feminism. And he said, "As much as you are a career woman." you cannot run from your natural responsibilities. Mm-hmm. He's talked of, you can fly like Nima, you can fly, you can tour the world, but you'll come back home and have kids, you know? You can fly tour the world, you'll come back home as a wife, you know? Same applies to the man. But now he talked of this feminism uh, agenda whereby the woman tries to run away from her responsibilities. For instance, Jay, all men uh, would want their women to be sub, um, subordinates. Is it subordinate or submissive? Submissive, for instance. Yeah. You'll find there are hotels that you go to, Jay, you love tea and rofas. You know, you can go to Java and then have a chit chat with the waiter. And you're like, Java oh. didn't pay for that mention anyway. The Java did not yeah. pay for that mention yeah. as well. So you can go to, to such kind of restaurants and the waitress can have a chit chat with you. And you're like, ah. Oh, this gives me a reason to come back here again. They are nice people. Yeah. Yet you have a girlfriend. Like Fatma just did from Diani Reef. Yeah. Wow. He had to say that. Yeah. yeah he had to say that. <laughs> Fatma from. She, that's a review. That's a review. Fatma is a receptionist here with us. Uh, She's not a receptionist. She, she is, is a guest relations. Uh, she works in the guest relations. Shame on Shame. Wow. <laughs> but that's the kind of service Danny Riff gives. By the mm-hmm. way, that's boiled down to my agenda, Nima. Yeah. Are you a feminist? Yes. 
I am. You, I guess you're the radical one, right? <laughs> nope. I'm the liberal one. Mm. Oh, wow. You're the yeah. good cop. Yeah, I am. Tell us Literally, more about the liberal I feminist. I do have brothers and I do have um, friends, so I cannot be radical because me being radical means I want all these opportunities For taken yourself. away from them. For the girls, and it can't be that way. So what does a liberal feminist do? We're more about equity. We want to be given the same play, to be given the same level in the playground. For instance, I usually use this example. If me and you are watching a football match, how tall are you? He has no idea how tall he Seriously. is. Seriously. Six feet. Ah, uh, lies. Are you trying to make him shorter? <laughs> okay, for, for your instance, benefit. You actually were six feet. I, am I think five, I'm seven, like five, five eight, actually. I think I'm five two or something like that. So if we are supposed to watch a match and we are both standing, who is going to get a better view? Who Depends is, on where you're standing. We are standing at the same place. I will get a better view. Why? Because I am taller. So we are just requesting for the opportunity to be given high heels. For instance, six-inch heels for us to have the How same level. How expensive are those heels? Not... The red bottoms? No. Wow. <laughs> we are sorry. <laughs> but, moves. So, but anyway, so that's what liberal being liberal is all about. We just uh, want a seat at the table. Yeah, basically, we have different kinds of feminism. We have the radical, the liberal, the postmodern, the social. We have the cultural ones who still want the cower the business. Ca- the cower business. We mm. have the socialists who want social change. So we have different kinds of feminism. So is it, yeah, is it working? Is it working right now, or are we just you know making noise and, for and, the sake and, of and finding? And I think that is the challenge with feminism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and Ima, I'm sorry, I, think, I, 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 I hold that totally when it comes to yeah. feminism. Yeah, I think that's the problem. We have this most feminists don't even know the kind of feminists they are. Sure. Here we go, Most feminists don't even know what feminism is it's all about. Sure. Most people think, oh, I'm a feminist, so I'm supposed to stand here and just start insulting men, men and just That's being, oh, Sunday. men are trash, oh, men ain't shit and all that. But I have a dad. And in the end of the day, one thing of what you talked about the lecture, in the end of the day, as a woman, I'm not saying I have to be submissive, but based on my culture, a woman will naturally be submissive to the man he loves. If I love you, I don't even need you. Even if you come home super late, yes, you're exhausted, I'm exhausted, but depends on our relationship. I'm you just going to be there. Yeah. yeah, I have responsibilities. I was reading about this prime minister in the Middle East. She's a female. She still goes from work, comes back home and cooks for her husband because it's not the job of the maid to cook for your husband. It's your own job. Even Kwetu, our maid doesn't cook. Literally, it's either my mom cooks, I'm a mimi ni choke apa I go home and cook. Mm. Yeah. It, actually, they do this, Rufus. I think you've seen this, where the dad comes home and, and asks for the wife, where's my wife? Yeah. Then the wife appears and like, Rera madzi, lete madzi. Yeah. give me water, glass of water. And then the wife decides to call the son or the daughter, bring your dad a glass of water. Yeah. So there's a reason why the dad decided, you know, let me get a glass of water from my wife, from my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yet here's the girlfriend telling you, I'm not, as a woman, I'm not supposed to clean for you. Yeah. I am not a maid. Who told you but that? But then as a girlfriend, I get that. You no, get that? Well, okay. I like as a girlfriend, yeah, the things I wouldn't do. Like I wouldn't yeah, cook for you. Yeah, that's what I normally say. This I is the man to talk to yeah. about yeah. such this things. Is, you are a girlfriend. Please, don't like. 
what are those I things? I shouldn't be doing wifey things for you. Yeah, sure. I shouldn't be doing wifey. No. Because once I do that, what, then what's the point of you marrying me? This is why we have so and many people. And also, that's the benefits of our life, too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hand. I don't expect you to take so care of me financially. So what is your responsibility as a girlfriend? Be there for you. Help <laughs> you grow. Like yeah. how? How? Be how, better. How? how? <laughs> Anything that we're meeting each other halfway is okay. Be better for what? Because only here is complex. Like, it doesn't make me calm. Oh it doesn't make me calm. You know, that's all we get. Um... Well, this is always uh, normally the hardest part of the podcast. For sure. Yeah. When you have to try to sound as smart as possible. <laughs> but then when you're trying to get smart, is when your brain decides to take a leave. Oh, oh wow. But uh, long short of everything, I think I will just keep on saying the same thing over and over again. Um, you have a responsibility to yourself and to the generations that will come after you. But more importantly, to yourself. If you're not uh, giving yourself 100%, do not expect uh, anything from anyone else. It is very easy to say that um, it's easy to cast blame that way. But before have I done everything that I would have done to myself? If uh, you can be able to answer that, then you can start uh, questioning other people. But... As I said in the previous podcast, I want to repeat this. I hope someone will hear it and grasp it. And I'm not saying this because I'm, uh, I'm practicing it. I'm saying this because this is something that I've learned, uh, something that we should adopt. I am t- I'm tempting to Touch. adapt it oh, as, adopt, as yeah. an habit, as, as a belief system. No amount of excuses will ever be sufficient to transfer the blame of failure to any other person. Yeah, I sure. had that before. <laughs> yes. actually, wait, I, I liked it, by the way. And I, I thought that makes more sense than ever. Like, sure. you said, um, how can you make the same excuses that your granddad made? True. You're living in a different True. generation. Yeah, like, come a, on, break yeah. the cycle. Oh, break the cycle. <laughs> how much of a piece of shit Change can you be? Narrative. Change the narrative. <laughs> God. Like how exactly? How can you be? How much of a piece of shit can you be? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think this one great topic. I've never considered it as much as I've always tried to stay grounded. But I think it's for the first time I'm coming across the whole idea of self-parenting, and actually, it should be a thing. You do that every day on this podcast. It should you talk be a of thing. the future. Last time you, <laughs> Jay, he dropped the bomb of. <laughs> Buying cigar for on his 40th <laughs> birthday. No, 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 no. This coming birthday. This I'm going coming to smoke birthday. Lots of cigar. Uh, yeah. Do you smoke? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. smoke. I'm just going to do it. Wow. Yeah. My 40th birthday, I'm going to make a big deal out of it. Like, it's going to be a fuss. <laughs> How old are you turning, though? Right now, yeah. I'll be turning. The sapiosexual thing. So it's your twentieth birthday that you want to make a big deal No, fortieth. Fortieth. Okay. Yeah. Twenty. This guy is super old. Okay. He's he's five years older than you are. Yeah, so... Jamal, thank probably, you for pointing probably. that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five years old, I take notes. You should be taking notes on that. And he's sapiosexual <laughs> as well. Yeah, you can <laughs> take your text care of your interest. You don't waste my time. No, no, no. We take it seriously. Take They're shooting serious. shots for you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, actually, it's a... It's, it's, self-parenting should be a thing, actually. Uh, 
because you're putting yourself in a situation where to actually know whether you need uh, transformation, you need change within yourself, and what you are, what are your ultimate life goals or objectives that you have, and how is the inner child in you affecting that, and how is the parent in you affecting affecting that. So trying to make a balance of both, yeah, is also work. You need to put some work in it, and another. Yeah, and I realize that I like I do st- I I may do stuff sometimes and talk to myself and I be like, come on, Rufus, dude, dude yeah, like you're really, better than this. What, yeah, like you can do better. Like that's what you really yeah. do. And he knows me. Like I go like, dude, what are you even doing? Like what and did you just say? You can you be know? brutal to yourself yeah. and forgiving, you know, and just tell yourself yeah plain truth. So I think yeah, that's another way. Uh, I think people don't want to come to terms with that. People don't really like it when they have to face the reality of themselves and actually uh, critique themselves. Yeah. yeah, there's that fear of, you know, of coming terms terms with, with your weaknesses. Yeah, with your weaknesses. So we um, most of the time we tend we tend to escape that. Even tend to escape. Uh, to avoid friends who tell us the, the, the truth, truth about yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Like, ah, we don't yeah. want such kind of friends yeah, who want to be jealous. Yeah, so if you, ta- if you start with self-parenting, you'll be, at a good, you'll be at a good place to face friends who really love you and be like heads on with whatever bullshit that you're doing. And I guess yeah. people hate such kind of friends who actually yeah. critique, sure. yeah. put it out there, yeah. like, this is wrong, do yeah. the right thing, you know? Sure. Well, all I can say is thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so sorry. It took you three months to get me here. Yeah. <laughs> it took three months, appointment after an appointment. Yeah, we wow. made sure we should get you before we could get hold of you. It's been really worth it. Before she I gets uh, so someone who's five years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ignore him. All of them. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me. It has pleasure, been a really pleasure. constructive discussion. I've really learned a lot. You guys are so intelligent, mashallah. And I've learned a lot about self-parenting. I really didn't know I was actually a parent myself right now, parenting myself. But this has been a new ideology for me. I have learned a lot and I can't wait to implement it and share it with everyone out there. So thank you so much. It's been quite a pleasure. We will definitely do this again someday. Anytime. This is home. JFM is home. Once you're here, Mm -hmm. this is home. Okay. Once JFM, always home. Always JFM. Oh, wow. As she said about learning new new ideologies, uh, I just want to share a Japanese concept. Kaizen. (laughs) It's called the Shoshin. Mm, Shoshin. Uh, This is about adopting a beginner's mind. When you have a beginner's mind, there is a lot for you to learn. But when you assume that you know much about anything, you realize that uh, there is only too much that you can learn. An expert can only learn too much. But a beginner will learn everything. And you'll be realized how mu- you'll, you'll be shocked how much with a beginner's mind, how much you can be able to grow, how much you can be able to invest in yourself, how much you can be able to flourish. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys. For anyone who's been listening, um, the idea of self-parenting is actually that person's mind where it's created in the form of conversations between two voices that Jay and Rufus have put out there that have been generated by two parts of the brain, you know. And one is the inner parent represented by the left brain, 
with the other voice being the inner child represented by the right brain. The manner and quality by which these inner conversations um, take place between the two voices is most accurately described as self-parenting. The inner parent is parenting the inner child within the inner conversations. Another way of seeing self-parenting through a different perspective is first of knowing that usually some individuals are not strong when it comes to dealing with problems with the inner self. They usually need a mentor with positive feedback where they're there to guide them with certain strategies and most of all to overcome obstacles. This perhaps um, is someone who is depressed now, has uh, shut down completely from from the system where now he cannot be in control of a situation or um, himself. Most of the time when they are in need to dealing with the forces of reality, they may place too much pressure on certain kind of people. You know, you're like, nah, you let me down, man. I was expecting this from you and, you know, something like that. The individual quality of a person's self-parenting style is said to closely resemble the specific style of parenting he or she is receiving growing up as a child. So it's very important. We've been saying this with Rufus that uh, we're going to raise our children the same way we were raised in that they end up being who we are because the future is wanting. And sure. With all that is going on, Jay, just in the previous episodes, we were talking about gender mm. and we realized that the genders are going to become more complex in the future. Yeah. So how best are we preparing ourselves and our children for the future generation? Yeah. This You can learn best way to go about this by self-parenting. We want to love you and leave you by saying Asante Sana for listening. Um, this is JFM. You can get it on. J- Rufus, this is your time of www.jfm.co Where we speak music. JFM yeah. Nima is all, for, is all about podcasting, no filters, and definitely no bullshit. This is where we speak music. Yes. Yeah, and so much thanks to Fatma, guest relation team of Diani Reef for being nice to us. Yes, and yeah. remember Diani Reef, by the way, is a five-star hotel currently. And Diani has been nominated for another time. Ah, okay. Oh, wow. For the best, best million honors of doing that. Since 2014, six ah, yeah, fucking years in a row. Straight. We've taken that from uh, a beach in Egypt. Mm. We've taken that from beaches in Bora, Bora, South, Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. And uh, Zanzibar. Yeah, Zanzibar. Yeah, we're doing so good. you can imagine, oh, yeah. we beat all beaches in Morocco. Yes. Even, Tunisia. Though, even though we are having KPA <laughs> taking the soil from the ocean, harvesting yeah, it all, harvesting. taking it for the projects that Rufa Trying says. Trying to dredge our beaches. How, how do you say? Tuna? Tuna ishi na... <laughs> let's finish the journey. <laughs> You're saying let's finish the journey. Yeah. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Remember, this is about you.